Hey guys, these days it can be hard to find the time to sit down and learn more. It's not easy with the likes of social media can be so addictive and time-consuming. So you may think you don't have time to develop yourself, but you do. There's an app that I highly recommend. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is for anyone who cares about learning but doesn't have a lot of time. Blinkist takes the key ideas and insights from over 4,000 nonfiction bestsellers in more than 27 categories and gathers them together in 15-minute text and audio explainers that help you understand more about the core ideas. This is everything you remember from a book six months later, but right at the time. And you do it during your commutes at the gym. I do it when practicing, practicing magic, practicing juggling. I have Blinkist going. I learn stuff. They have great, great books like The Barefoot Investor by Scott Pape, Everything is Fucked, a book about hope, Outgrowing God by Richard Dawkins, The Threat by Andrew McCabe, Really good stuff you got to know about. So right now, Blinkist has a special office just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash pen to start your free seven-day trial to get 25% off of a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash P-E-N-N to get 25% off and a seven-day day free trial waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help our u.s-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues and all lifelock plans are backed by the million dollar protection package so we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blinkist.com slash pen. Hit it! Hit it! Let's go! Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn's Sunday School, starring Penn Gillette. My name is Michael Godot, Penn, Matt, Reddy Rich, and I are broadcasting from our separate homes in Las Vegas. Today we got the lizard wizard, that iguana of illusions, our in-house horned toad, it's Penn's reptilian son, the great Piff the Magic Dragon. And here he is, preaching love, Mr. Penn Gillette. I'm preaching love, and I'm so excited my uh, reptilian son, Piff, is here to talk to us. And that means we don't have as much work to do. <laughs> There's nothing to do. Because even if that's right, even if I start a story, he will interrupt me and go off on a tangent. Nope. So I don't need to do anything. <laughs> no, I would like to interrupt you immediately by saying, I've changed. <laughs> I, oh, good. I stand before you. A, uh, a humbled uh, lizard. And I would like to begin this podcast by, by just, you see, in a moment, I may have to be uh, hilariously sarcastic for my job. But I just want to say before I, I uh, uh, do that, I would just like to say thank you for having me, Piff the Regular Dragon, um, on Penn Sunday School. I'd like to say thank you to Michael, uh, to Matthew to Richard, and to you, Penn, uh, for inviting me on, because I get to hang out with my friends, 
and uh, I don't even remember doing that anymore. I just <laughs> shout across the internet to strangers. Now that's my life. So uh, thank you for having me here. Thank you, Pen. Uh, welcome to the show, the new humbled Piff the Magic Dragon, who will be nothing but a polite and a gracious guest. Thank you. Boo! <laughs> you suck! <laughs> You're right. All right. Forget all that. Let's just erase it from the internet. <laughs> I was going to say, this is the first time in many years I believe I've seen your hair. <laughs> yes. Well, no, that's... Uh, yes, that's true, isn't it? But I was thinking, because the last time I came on the show was when me and Gilbert Gottfried came on the show. And actually, on that occasion, I did actually shut up, because um, I love Gilbert. I just wanted to hear whatever he said. Uh, but I, I was on in my dragon outfit, which I don't think I've ever done on Penn Sunday School. Right. And I can't remember why I did it. And you're normally, but you're right, Godot, I normally I come on with a, a baseball yeah. cap because I've got uh, dragon hair. But um, I actually have a good hairdresser now who cuts my hair through a window in a drive-thru <laughs> with a drone. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I thought I'd share, show off my hair. But then I thought, Oh, you know what? Now, I don't know what, I don't think I ever told this story on this show. When I first began doing, um, touring in America, I would just go out on the road and I would do, you know, morning radio shows and morning TV shows. Now, morning TV shows, I'd go in my full dragon. You know, I'd have my skin, I'd have my dog. He'd even be in it. The dog would even be in a dragon outfit. On morning radio, because it's the radio, I wouldn't. I would turn up. And because it's morning. And because, it, no, but morning, morning TV is morning too, isn't it? <laughs> well, not like morning radio. Morning radio can be like 6 a.m. when you got to your hotel room at 3 a.m. Once again, we learn the differences between our careers. Uh, I did <laughs> the early TV spot that you didn't do because you were like, no, I'll wait till prime time. I'll wait till people watch this thing. Whereas the 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, the 4 a.m. morning hour, Piff the Magic Dragon special, full hair and makeup. You do the... You do the farm. You do the farm report. I really do. Yeah, I, I I talk up the sunrise. I'm like, look at it. It's it's. Come on, come on, buddy. You can make it above the horizon. Come on. <laughs> I get that sun going. I have also done Country Boy Eddie and the fishing report. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But the morning radio, I thought, oh, here's a. I don't have to wear my dragon outfit. So I so I was in Edmonton and I was on the morning radio there and I just landed and then the day before. We'd, we'd sold out 12, 12 shows in a week. God, I remember those days. We'd sold out. <laughs> I mean, it's easier to do now because the capacity is seven. But uh, <laughs> I should say we sold out 12 shows and made money that week. <gasps> oh, my oh, God. Oh, you okay. Uh, so we, so we, we'd done two shows the night before. The dog had eaten, I don't know, like ice cream or some, something horrific from one of the tables. And he was now... Um, uh, let's just say his stomach was upset. So he was um, uh, Jackson Pollocking the, the hotel room while Jade and I were <laughs> uh, frantically cleaning up after him. Then I I have to go to the uh, radio thing and my, my uh, dragon skin was locked inside the club. So I turn up, there's no dog, and uh, I walk in and I... And, um, and I sit down, and, and I, I feel like the, the, the atmosphere is, is frosty. But honestly, when, when, when you do morning radio as a dragon, that's kind of every morning radio station <laughs> I walk into, a uh, frosty reception. So I sit down, and they start uh, asking me questions. And they say, so what's your favorite thing about Edmonton? And I was like, what? I, what? 
I, I don't know. I just like flew, flew here. Tim Hortons in the airport? Yeah. And then my, my dog uh, ate ice cream. And that's not a good idea for a dog. And that's what I've been doing. And I said, well, uh, there's a good pirate ship in the shopping mall that we're in. And the room got uh, even colder. Oh, I was like, no. oh, God. And uh, they said so. And they said, were the, to, uh, were the DJs Somalian? Was that the problem? They were no, Somalian DJs. They, the pirate ship thing seemed a little bit off color. They were uh, actually um, 17th century uh, royal, royalty, and they'd had uh, a significant run of bad incidences. And uh, the idea that someone would make light of it by building a pirate ship in their palace, aka the Edmonton West Shopping Mall was uh, deeply offensive <laughs> to them. And I touched on a real raw nerve. Little did I know that I had. Uh, so the other thing was, before the show, I, I said to them, you know, they said, hey, can we, uh, what can we ask you about? I said, ask me anything you want. Like, America's Got Talent, meeting Penn and Teller. I can give you all the inside scoop. No problem. I can tell you exactly what it's like to know and be friends with Mr. Pendulet himself. And they ignored all of that. They uh, dismissed it. <laughs> they just asked me about Edmonton, which I've uh, never been to. So I said, oh, I, be, I, I don't know, I've been to the pirate ship. And, and the interview wrapped up. That was it, one, one and done. Talk about projection on their part. I mean, that'd be like me interviewing you about Springsteen. Like, I just right. want to hear about things I like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. So it was one question, and it wrapped up. And I was like, oh. Uh, uh, oh wait a minute. Does anybody like Edmonton? You mean the people <laughs> in that like it? <laughs> uh <laughs> Well, I, I've already been burnt once by the, uh, <laughs> the audio listening yeah. population of Edmonton. I don't want to go there again. I like Edmonton. It's it's Calgary that's full of motherfuckers. That one, that's it's. <laughs> I like all of them. Do you know, I sell I sell great in Canada, and therefore I overlook any single um, negative aspect to anyone who comes to my show in Canada. Uh, especially now during these times. But anyway, I, so I leave the show. I was like, that was a bit weird. Like one question, like literally like two minutes. I talk about a pirate ship and suddenly I'm off air. Okay, no problem. Move on with my life. Carry on with my day. I'm going to the club about uh, nine hours later. I look at my phone and it is just full of Edmonton hate. Just full of it. Twitter. Twitter Edmonton hate. Oh, I hate that grumpy dragon. Oh, I never liked him on America's Got Talent. Anyway, he, he knows Pendulet. That's even worse. That was what I was dealing with all the way through. And I was like, okay. So then I was like, this is strange. So somebody sent me the recording. And what happened is um, the guy's daughter really loved Piff the Magic Dragon. And she had led him to believe that Piff the Magic Dragon was going to be the most hilarious, uh, upbeat morning lizard uh, of all time. <laughs> and not only that, but the guy, his co-host had seen the Piff the Magic Dragon show the night before and had had a lovely time at the hilarious Grumpy Lizard show. And uh, they were expecting that Piff the Magic Dragon, not uh, Piff the Magic Dragon, who slept for two hours, been cleaning up diarrhea for most of the evening, and uh, flew in on a red eye. Also, he locked his costume in a uh, in the in the club. So they went as I as I walked out the studio, they berated me like you wouldn't believe. They were like, "Oh, I hate that guy! What an idiot! He came in and he said that he hates Edmonton and pirate ships, and he said he didn't want to be here." He said the dog didn't even want to wake up. Also, he said he burnt his dragon outfit and he hates my daughter. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, not, none of that happened. Uh, so after that day, I wore my dragon outfit for, forever on um, 
in morning radio just so that I looked like I cared. And here's what happened every day after that. Every day I would go to radio in my dragon outfit and they would say, you do realize this is a radio show, right? <laughs> and I would like, <laughs> yes, but other people don't. So that's why I... Morning uh, radio is a very special part of touring in our job, Piff. It is. I would go in and just so exhausted and then morning djs are a like every profession a big range of different people who do it and i i love the guys when i go in and they go okay listen uh we're not on the air yet we're just gonna finish up this fleetwood mac song and then we come back on i get this idea for a bit that i thought of in the shower you know uh you know tell it doesn't talk you know that right you know tell it doesn't talk I go, yes, I do know that. And they say, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to say that Penn and Teller are in the studio, both of you, okay? And then I'm going to ask a question to Teller, right? And we'll just do silence, right? Because he doesn't talk, right? You get it? I thought of this in the shower. And we'll play, we'll play that bit, okay? So, okay, Fleetwood Mac's almost done. Then we're just going to go into uh, Magic Man by Heart. And then I'll introduce you, and then I'll go right to a question to tell her, and then silence, okay? Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Let's do that. Now, here's the thing. And then uh, come back. Yeah. He's... Wait a second. He's a magic man. We have Pet Ed Teller in the studio. So, how you doing, Teller? How do you like being here? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Teller's... Teller's not here. You just <laughs> looking all... And the guy then is holding his hand up and shushing me, going, shh, 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 shh. and I go, but he's not. You're just looking over at an empty chair. And then it goes, oh, ho, ho, I get it. It's that debunker. It's that guy from the show that name I can't say on the radio who's calling me out on what I'm doing, right? And I go, yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I had this idea in the shower this morning, but Ben, uh, boy, he just turns on you like that. He always busts the, can I say BS? Can I say BS? Yeah, he busts <laughs> the BS here on the show. <laughs> the worst thing is they still love you. They used to, every every morning radio show, go, oh, Oh, we, we had, we had Pendula here. We love that guy. Oh, God, here we love him. Uh, I, I, I actually have a great shower bit that, uh, that I'm, Penn and I do together. What happens is I pretend that I'm going to do a bit about Teller being silent and then Penn busts me on it. But actually, that's what I wanted him to do all the time. It's hilarious. He falls into my trap every single time. All the morning DJs are, are Cockney English in America. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I love this bit. Why don't you interview Teller for the first 10 minutes and I go get a cup of coffee? <laughs> so uh so with that in mind with that in mind um i remember the last time i was on the show i wore my dragon outfit then i felt bad that i i didn't previously wear my dragon outfits so today i present the piff the magic dragon convertible wear for the uh viewers of the uh the, the twitch stream and uh, for the listeners uh, uh maybe maybe matthew donnelly can narrate my um, sure. sartorial choice I appear to be here wearing what, Matthew? Uh, uh like a, a sweatshirt, like thrift yeah. shoppy looking yeah. quality, like like little... I've uh, rolled out of bed, you might say, right? Yeah, 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 
Yeah. Like uh, my dog's been defecating in my hotel room that I paid a deposit on. And yeah. uh, I've got concerns other than the Piff the Magic Dragon radio appearance this morning. Right. <laughs> Far from it, Matthew. Far from it. Uh, allow me just to remove my headphones for just a moment. Oh, my God. So he's taking off his headphones. <laughs> he is putting up his hood and, oh, sure enough, he has. Oh! It's as if someone took, like, you know those sandbags? The game where you toss bags? Someone someone <laughs> sewed a bunch of those bags to the hood of his sweatshirt. No, no that's not what's happened. No, no, it's, not, it's not a cornhole costume. It's not a cornhole. It's not a cornhole. Can we focus? I put a lot of effort into this. This is a. I can't hear you guys because my my uh, my dragon skin is muffling. Uh, let me turn it. You. That would, let me turn up your headphones. There we go. All right. He looks it. like you know how like a magician produces flowers. He has like a piff costume poof above his head, like he has produced his dragon head atop yeah, I got, his sweatshirt. I got to put my glasses on because I can't see you. So that, <laughs> and then. On his sweatshirt are patches that I don't know you get from like Michael's craft store or something like that, where you iron it on. And this is not how then, I wanted this to go. This is like being <laughs> back in Canada. Oh my god, Pen. Uh, Pen. I know that I can rely on Pen because I actually wore this to a uh, a publicity appearance that um, Pen and Teller allegedly um, was at uh, when we were giving away chickens or something for Christmas. You remember that, Pen? Turkeys. Te- whatever. Giving away turkeys. <laughs> Poultry. <Yes>. Foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> because they reopened the Rio, and and uh, I was there tossing turkeys in a in a trunk, um, which is a <laughs> which is a wonderful thing to do. And um, I was wearing. I don't this. know if you know this, but uh, Piff, you still haven't learned everything about America. Tossing turkeys in a trunk means something very different <laughs> than you might think it means in England. What did you think I was doing? <laughs> <laughs> I had them bend over. <laughs> The, the individuals, and from a distance of 18 meters, I would toss that turkey, and it would go thong, like a, co- like a comedy dart. And they would uh, waddle off, and if they, if, they, if they didn't drop it, they could keep it. That was the idea. <laughs> if they could make it to the car without dropping the turkey. No hands allowed, but if they made it to the car, then they got, they got the turkey, and that's what Christmas is all about. Hands on a hard turkey. Hands on a hard turkey. <laughs> One of my favorite stories, when I was on Miami Vice, um, Don Johnson, sexiest man in America at the time, had a bodyguard who used to be a professional wrestler. And I had uh, uh, did not have the best relationship with Don Johnson. Is that something I could say? Not the best relationship. That's actually the most diplomatic you've ever said it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've heard a lot of stories. So (laughs) I spent a lot of time with Don Johnson's bodyguard, who I did get along with very well. And Don Johnson's bodyguard had a way of telling stories that always had the turn in the story was the same sentence. I don't know what got into my head, but <laughs> so he was. One story he told was he was playing the heavy in Puerto Rico. Okay, he was playing the heel. So in professional wrestling, you got the face and the heel, right? And the face is the good guy, and the heel is the bad guy. He was playing the heel in a stadium in Puerto Rico, and they were going crazy. And he said, I don't know what got into my head, 
but I took the Puerto Rican flag and wiped my ass with it. <laughs> well, that that caused a riot, and the the wrestling match was over, and they were under police protection and had to be locked up, and it was quite a story. But all his stories had that moment in it. And my favorite one was when he said, uh, we had Thanksgiving dinner over Captain Lou Albano's house, which was up on the second floor. And uh, all of us were there. There's about 20 of us wrestlers. And I don't know what got into my head. But I bet Captain Lou, 20 bucks, he couldn't throw that turkey out the window. <laughs> now, $20. At, the time, at the time he bet that money, the turkey was still in the oven. <laughs> Captain Lou took two hot pads grabbed the scalding hot turkey out of the oven and tried to run to the window to throw it out. 19 wrestlers jumped on him and they had scalding turkey in between them. And then some of the wrestlers broke into teams and started to side with Captain Lou. And they then were playing football in an apartment with a scalding turkey, <laughs> which they got out the window after all of them were cut with glass cuts from the window. The furniture was broken, and all of them had burns all over them from the turkey. They then had to go down to the first floor, get the turkey, try to rinse it off, get rid of the glass, and then have Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> So, if you have someone telling a story and they say the sentence, I don't know what got into my head, but. <laughs> and the great thing about this guy was when he told the story, he still didn't know what got into his head. <laughs> have they ever had a happier Thanksgiving? Like, when wrestlers get together, they get to like throw things around and break stuff, and they finally like, I can finally be me. This is who I am. <laughs> I got to tell you, the idea of wrestling over a scalding turkey is so scary to me. Because, <laughs> you know, when you burned yourself in a cooking accident, oh, it's horrible. Yeah. And when you think of that oven as running toward you, <laughs> it's an oven running at you with hot turkey. It's just terrifying. Or being the civilized guy at that Thanksgiving who went from like, oh God, I'm not having turkey to like, oh, please, no one throw me the turkey. I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be, being Greg's guest. Bring, bring Greg's plus one. Come to the wrestling lunch. It'll be fun. You'll enjoy it. I don't have anything in common with those guys. Just come. You're like, they're really nice. No, I don't. No, I don't. I really. I just like a quiet lunch. You've got no place. You've got no place to go on Thanksgiving, Dave. Yeah. Come on over with the rest of them. They're not like that off stage, Dave. All right? They're really yeah. they're athletes. You'll like these guys. You're going to like them. They're seriously trained athletes, okay? 
It's just a show they put on. You know, huh, huh, turkey. Yeah. We'll be talking about books and you know politics. It'll be it'll be very pleasant. <laughs> Bet you twenty bucks you can't throw that turkey out the window. God, and you and you fear the worst for Dave. But you know what? At the end of the meal, you look down and he's wearing turkey all over his face and the biggest smile you've ever seen, and he's been reborn. He's found a new purpose in life, and three years later, he's the he's the rock. <laughs> and still third degree burns on his upper shoulder but he smells what he's cooking he smells what he's cooking that's a little uh wrestling joke there that i was surprised i did that was accurate that was an accurate i know i was surprised it came out of my face <laughs> and i said it i don't know what i was thinking there's another one <laughs> we had a thanksgiving dinner where um my friend, we had friends over that were, worked uh, with us on a show in L.A. This is many, many years ago. And they had never been over to my house before. And we had a Thanksgiving dinner. This is, you know, 30 years ago, maybe 35 when I lived in L.A. And uh, a friend of mine, who I guess should remain nameless, but who was an Olympic fencer, um, he, uh, he spent three days making this um, uh, flourless chocolate cake for dessert <laughs> that he was very, very, very proud of. We were there having uh, dinner. We'd finished our Thanksgiving dinner, and it was time for dessert. And uh, my buddy bragged on his cake. Now, earlier that morning, another friend who was staying at the house knew that my girlfriend at the time had said very um, martyrly that she had to get up at 7 o'clock to put uh, the turkey in the oven while I was going to sleep in. So he was staying there too. So he set his alarm for 6.55. And he went into the kitchen when he knew she was going to get up and the turkey was thawing. And he put his underwear down around his ankles <laughs> and he grabbed the back of the turkey and simulated intercourse with it and was slapping the turkey and saying, come on, baby, you can take all of me. Come on, come on. <laughs> so she walked in the kitchen and thought she had caught my friend who is now stage manager on Bill Marshall, <laughs> caught my friend having sex with the Thanksgiving turkey. And he turned around, once again naked, and looked horrified like he'd been caught. And she was embarrassed and felt awful and then turned around the corner and thought for a moment and went, wait a second, this is one of Penn's friends. He set this up and came back in and laughed. So at the Thanksgiving dinner, I told this story and said that our friend had had his penis inside the turkey that we had just eaten. And some of the people who'd never been over my house before thought that this was a little outside of the realm of normal Thanksgiving <laughs> conversation. And I said, well, wait a minute, I'm not going to eat anything that you wouldn't put your dick in, right? <laughs> So our other friend had this beautiful, beautiful uh, cake that he made. 
And I said to him, so did you put your dick in it? And he laughed and said, no. And then I said that I'm not eating it. <laughs> and he said, no, I, I really wanted to, I really worked hard on this and I really want you to test, taste it. And I said, I, I'm not going to eat it because you didn't put your dick in it. And he said, oh, come on, don't be that way, man. Don't be that way. I really want, I said, no. <laughs> but he knew me. He was the one who knew me the longest. And he said, I know you never back down. So, so he pulled on his zipper there at the Thanksgiving <laughs> table with about 12 people and really eight of them that we didn't know well. <laughs> and he pulled on his zipper and he pulled on his cock and he dragged it across the cake like eight times, uh, dragged the head across the frosting and then cut me a piece, served it. And I ate it and said, I started, took a bite. And at that moment, him with chocolate, he was the geologist, chocolate on his dick. He's continued to offer clues until we catch him. <laughs> me eating it, looked at the other people who'd never been to my house before, and they were appalled. <laughs> so to break the tension, the person who had been fucking the turkey when... My girlfriend woke up in the morning, came up behind the guy who just put his dick in the cake, tackled him, and threw him on to the Thanksgiving table with his dick out, smashing the table and all the food onto the floor. And then they both stood up, and my friend who was fucking the turkey said, See? Sobriety is not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> So I don't know. I I I tell the story of Captain Lou Alberto's turkey as yeah. though these are people very very foreign to us. <laughs> yeah, outliers. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, they aren't that far from me. No. <laughs> how was the How was the cake? Really good, <laughs> man. <laughs> so good. I think turns crazy. out flour is just. Yeah, flour's just overrated. You don't need it. Yeah. I don't know why they yeah. constantly point out that it's it's removed from a chocolate cake. Well, the problem is every time he's had it since, he just says, it's missing something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's like because you Americans, you love that combination of sweet and salted. You see? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he was a, he's a friend of mine who uh, is a uh, geologist and uh, was also a fencer, and was also, when he was in college, a, um, a male stripper. So, um, still a fencer. I, still a fencer, yeah. Still actually, for his age group, one of the top rated in the world. Fencers are the ones with the swords, right? That's correct. Yes. They're like amateur pirates. Yeah. Not the people who quickly build parameters around people's homes, that competition. Well, isn't like fencing a gambling term as well? And I know no, that oh. because I was watching the Muppets Christmas Carol uh, recently with my family. And uh, one of the characters in it is a spider who uh, sells um, Ebenezer Scrooge's belongings. Uh, and he receives them from some pigs and he sells them to some other animals in the um <laughs> First of all, Dickensian. we use the term police officers in this country. <laughs> and... Um, Fencers are people who sell 
stolen goods. Yes, exactly. So is that what your friend was? No. Yeah, that's why he was played by a spider, you understand? Because spiders are shifty, and uh, they often are responsible for um, shifting um, (laughs) stolen merchandise, historically. As fellow residents of Las Vegas, I take slight offense in you mixing up gambling with selling stolen goods. (laughs) Isn't that the same? Isn't it? It's like, I give the casino my money, and it never comes back. Yeah. Uh, Isn't there a fencing term in gambling? No. I don't know. No, there's no fencing term in gambling. <laughs> fencing is selling stolen goods. Yeah, that's why the spider was doing it. In the, in the, we've, we've, right, yeah, right, we right. got the spider. Yeah. The, spider, <laughs> the spider got the stolen goods from the police officer. Now here's, was, here's, here's how good of a movie it is. It's so good that I went and I read, read the Wikipedia uh, after watching the movie that I've seen like multiple times. And as I read the plot on Wikipedia of the movie I'd just seen, that's when I learned that the spider was a fencer. And I stored that little bit of information for this moment right now. So He was not you know. a fencer. He was a fence. You're right. He was a fence. Yeah, okay. You know, I think, Reddy, you should just uh, edit this whole bit out. Uh, turns out he was a fence. It's very different. Nothing to do with gambling. Fencing yeah. is more an English sport than it is an American sport, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, Madonna, when she did the fencing in the James Bond movie, she had a British accent then, didn't she? Yeah, she said, gosh, gosh, I, I've just I've got all this stolen merchandise that I don't know what to do with. No! Uh, shouldn't, no! I be, sh- shouldn't I be played by a small spider? The material girl, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, read the, I read the Wikipedia of that James Bond movie too. Yes, it was very enjoyable. Quite well written. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you about some stuff. Okay, you ready okay. for that? Some stuff. Okay. Yes. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need with customizable orders every week. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you need. I'll tell you, it has vegetarian options, and my wife changes them easily to vegan, and it's really, really good food. You've been eating HelloFresh, Gudo? I have. It's been fantastic. And I just got this week's boxes. This week, I've got uh, Greek goddess bulgur bowls. Let me see what's on my menu. Uh, uh, Frijoles fresca bowls with scallions and uh, scallion rice and pepper jack. And a creamy lemon spinach ricotta. It's so, so good. 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 And the food isn't wasted. It's all pre-measured. It's all fresh. It comes to you with wonderful directions. It's laid out. Even I could do well. I'm not going to go my, that far. <laughs> my children can cook. <laughs> my children make dinner. Go to hellofresh.com/pss10 and use code PSS10 for ten free meals, including free shipping. Now, it's possible if you use code PSS15, you get fifteen free meals. I don't know. But go to HelloFresh.com slash PSS10. PSS10. 
America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh, HelloFresh.com slash PSS10. You really, really got to try it. It's really, um, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I, uh, I, it's a really great way to have food, especially, uh, in this time when it's harder to get food and get your meals, uh, organized and you might be a little sick of cooking at home. This takes care of it. It's a really, really, uh, very, very, uh, good thing. And, uh, I'm surprised by how easily it goes, um, it goes vegan. Okay. Valentine's Day. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing there, um, Matt, for Valentine's Day? I'm, uh, taking my wife on a tour of our own home. We're taking, uh, <laughs> taking her through. I'm going to give her all the facts and figures behind what it's like to be here, who lived here. Uh, and, uh, and then we're going to make some kind of dinner. I got to tell you, my go-to for Valentine's Day is always flowers. You know, you oh, yes. can't go wrong. It's one of those things you can't make a mistake with. And it's also really, really easy. No matter who you're trying to buy something for, you know, whether it's, you know, whether it's a wife, uh, a girlfriend, boyfriend, parent, child, uh, it's always hard to find the perfect gift, but plants, flowers, you can never go wrong. I love having gladiolas around. Flowers are a great Valentine's Day gift for your special someone, mom, or uh, galantine. A thoughtful way to say, I'm thinking of you, and a nice everyday addition to your home. For a limited time only, you can save 20% on your next purchase from Pro Flowers by using the promo code PEN at proflowers.com. We got them sent. You know, they sent us some. Uh, roses. And my wife was just all over the moon happy. Some nice red roses, just traditional. They smell great in the house. They look great in the house. It makes me really happy. Uh, no problem at all. It's simple to do and it makes it better. I think we should do flowers more often. I mean, Valentine's Day, of course, you got to do it. But you know, getting them sent other times is really good. So if you're looking for a Valentine's Day gift for your spouse, mom, or Galentine, check out Pro Flowers, for a limited time only, you can save 20% using promo code PEN at proflowers.com. That's proflowers.com, promo code PEN. You got that right. You have got that so right. And uh, once again, I'm going to tell you about this again. Um, it can be hard to find time to learn stuff. I try to read books all the time, but a year later, all I remember it's about the 15 minutes that I would have gotten from listening to Blinkist to begin with. They cover self-improvement, personal growth, management, leadership, and mindfulness and happiness. I use it when I'm driving my car, when I'm heading over to Tellers, when I'm doing something, when I'm practicing, when I'm, uh, you know, it's how I say practicing, like a real juggler. When I'm practicing, <laughs> doing magic, doing juggling. They have Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. Becoming by Michelle Obama, which Piff loved. You love that book, right, Piff? Oh, God, I love that book. I read the expanded one. Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, The Way We Eat Now by B. Wilson. I love B. Wilson. Right now, Blinkist has a special office just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash pen to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off of Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist. Spell B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash P-E-N-N. To get 25% <laughs> off and a seven-day free, 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 free trial. Blinkist, 
dot com slash pen. B L I N K I S T slash P E N N. So, Piff, you're doing shows during the plague. What's that like? Uh, which would you like to know? The virtual shows, which we're doing a brand new season of, eight coming up, starting this Saturday uh, with the Super Bowl show. Uh, I'll take the soup. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We've, uh, uh, turns out they're very litigious, that organization. And uh, one of my favorite jokes, which uh, you and uh, Penn, you and, you and Mac and I uh, love, is, um, uh, is I'll take the soup. Every time I go to an airport and I see a super shuttle, I'm like, I'll take the soap. <laughs> and everyone around me is like, what? And because I didn't point out that the, I didn't even say <laughs> super shuttle to anyone. I literally, it was four in the morning and I was looking around and I saw a super shuttle and out of nowhere, I just said, I take the soap. And that's kind of the first thing I said in the last four hours because I was so tired. So they, they, nobody really gets that bit, which is a shame because it falls on deaf ears, uh, a lot like it is now. But it's a really good bit because... <laughs> Wait a minute. No, no, no. You are wrong. I was listening reverently because I love that joke. <laughs> you know, the, um, the original one is the uh, hooker that goes to the uh, old folks' home, and uh, she's yes. sent by a friend. She goes into the room and says to the uh, elderly man, by that I mean someone my age, and says, I'm here to give you super sex. And he says, I'll take the soup. <laughs> yes. But he says it with a downward inflection, whereas I say, I'll take the soup. Right. That's uh, anytime I see, anytime I see a super shuttle, it uh, doesn't matter. And I've had very bad arguments in the past with super shuttles. It's not been a pleasant relationship. Right. I once um, got picked up uh, in New York by a super shuttle. I'll take the soup. And, uh, he dropped me off at my hotel, and it turns out it wasn't my hotel. My hotel was three blocks away, and I had a lot of a lot of luggage to carry. And um, I he drove off, leaving me shouting at the super shuttle. I take the soup, <laughs> and he he leaving me shouting at the vehicle, and uh, and never and and it really really um it, it really left a black mark on their on their reputation. Nevertheless, Piff Piff, your virtual show, your virtual show. Yes. Called soup or bowl. Yes. My problem with that is soup without a bowl is yeah. at best messy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could be a cup. Oh, I see. Okay. You love that in America, don't you? Cup of soup. That's yeah. true. Cup or bowl. Uh, I don't know. Super cup. We're watching the super cup. <laughs> it, is either of the things that I'm going to receive my soup in anything close to a cup or a bowl? No. It's a pot or a smaller pot. That's what it is. <laughs> but you've decided to bring that cup. Does it have a handle? No. Then how is it a cup? It's just a smaller bowl. Okay. Okay, Panera Bread. Yeah. Piff the Magic Dragon. Preaching the truth. Um, really taking down the institutions today. Super Shuttle. Yes, your service is dreadful. You dropped me off at the wrong hotel. But you've got a great name and I can't help but smile every time I say I'll it. take the soup. You know it, girl. <laughs> uh, Panera Bread. Okay. Is, you're delicious. And uh, a cup's enough. But uh, at least yeah. give it a handle. Now that we've covered those two things, um, yeah. So we're doing a, a a Super Bowl show because we found that I'll take the soup. <laughs> no, because you can't. That doesn't on on our soup. We're doing a Super Bowl. Um, oh, I'll take the soup. Spectacular. Now you, your that doesn't apply to my show because if it applied to my show, I would be in breach of uh of, of a copy of a trademark. 
law and therefore I would have to pay some money to somebody. My show is called Piff the Magic Dragon. It's called Piff the Magic Zoom Show Soup or Bowl Edition, you see. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I've, I've cleverly navigated the laws. I can't afford to get sued anymore. That's what I'm saying. So is your, is your show on Zoom actually endorsed? By the football league, by Super Bowl? <laughs> I'll take the soup. Um, it is not in, endorsed by Super Bowl. I'll take the soup. Did you have to go to the NFL and they have to no. see your show and give you permission? Or how did you get the... You're using their logo, right? No, my show is called Soup or Bowl. Now, are any, of, means- the, any of the quarterbacks like Tom Brady... Is he no. appearing in your uh, Zoom show? He's appearing in the Super Bowl. I'll take the sh- soup. My okay, show- so he will also be on your show, your Zoom show? Because that's, that's, that's amazing. He's really popular. So a lot of people are going to want to tune in to see Piff's Zoom show where Tom Brady will be doing magic with you? No, because as long as uh, I can say Piff the, Mag- the Piff the Magic Zoom show, show Super Bowl spectacular and I don't have to follow that up with I'll take the soup, we all know that I'm not talking about the NFL Super Bowl, I'll take the soup. And therefore, so it's really, it's really the NFL? You work with them on this? No, I, I don't, you see, because what I did there was... That's I, amazing. I the, see, I, we did one Super Bowl thing, and it was like so complicated right. to be able to get on there. We did a prediction of the most valuable player, and it was yeah. this big rigmarole, and I wouldn't think, with with all their problems they're having, of trying yeah. to do this with, uh, with the, with the uh, pandemic and everything... They had time to actually vet every word of the Zoom show you're doing and let Tom Brady. And who's the other quarterback, Matt? Uh, Pat Mahomes. Patrick and Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is also, he's appearing at right. on your Zoom show. So if those of you that want to see Piff's <laughs> NFL Super Bowl show featuring yeah. <laughs> the quarterbacks from both teams, <laughs> how can they tune in to see that, Piff? Well, they can't because we're not doing one. I'm doing a show called Piff the Magic Zoom Show Super Bowl Edition. And you see, now there's just a silence because the audience understands. Are you going to take a knee? That I'm offering soup or a bowl, you see. If I said Piff the Magic Zoom Show Super Bowl Edition, I'd take the soup, then everyone would think, be like, oh, my God, he got endorsed by the NFL. But clearly. But you did, clearly, right? No, I didn't because I didn't say I'll take the soup afterwards. So I'm confused. So in the middle of your Zoom show, is the weekend performing or is, is he not performing during that? Uh, no, once again, show. Matt, uh, let me just remind you. Yeah. Uh, what's the Zoom show called? Piff the Magic Zoom Show. Super Bowl. NFL presents Super no. Bowl <laughs> Sunday I'll take the soup. Piff. I'll take the soup. I'll take the soup. <laughs> uh, you see, I didn't have to correct Matt there. And uh, I'm honestly shocked that you didn't add your own I'll take the soup pen. I feel I'll like I've given you. Yeah, yeah you'll take it. Uh, yeah. So I can't believe that you guys, that the NFL have copyrighted um, the, the, the game. It's unbelievable to me. Well, it's even crazier because then everyone skirted it by, by everyone basically all decided, okay, we can't use the word Super Bowl. I'll take the soup. So now we're all going to call it the big game. Right. And the NFL found a way to start suing people for that. Oh, my So now goodness. people had to stop saying the big game in their advertising as well. Yeah, I, 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 I've said the, the day before the game. <laughs> so, Piff, don't... Because it's a Saturday as well, by the way. We're doing it on a Saturday. Please don't hide your light under a bushel basket. You have Piff the Magic Dragon. NFL presents the big <laughs> show, the big <laughs> game, the Super Bowl of Magic. I'll take the soup. <laughs> Super Bowl of Magic, the big game. I'll take the soup. Saturday featuring Tom Brady 
and whatever the other fucking quarterbacks. Patrick <laughs> Patrick Moynihan. Patrick Moynihan. Senator Patrick Moynihan. And The weekend are all appearing with you on your Zoom show. And if someone wants to see this, which has been endorsed by the NFL, the big game, how do they go to see that, Piff? PiffTheManageDragon.com. <laughs> also, if you go to the NFL Super Bowl page, there's a link there, I assume, too. Is that right? <laughs> all I can say is I will take that soap, and I will take it hot in a cup. <laughs> I know this would confuse people, but it would be really funny Piff, if you took out the web address piffnfl.com <laughs> <laughs> I do have a lot of I do and I, I have a lot of uh, URLs now I've got um, I've got uh, uh, Piff the Magic Dragon obviously yeah. I've got howtobookyourdragon.com yeah. uh, I've got onlydragons.com I've got paperpiff.com uh, and um, I think we've got a, a bunch of others so why not yeah piffnfl.com <laughs> thebigpiff.com I'll take the suit.com. Now, have you done rehearsals for this show, Piff? Yeah, all last year. Yeah, every yeah, last year. We actually did like six months of rehearsals. Basically, <laughs> we did we did virtual shows for six months last year and um and now and now they're good. Now now they're good. So now we're doing a second season. What was it like working with Tom Brady? <laughs> he is um you know, I, I thought like I thought is he be too different. old? Is he too old to do a magic show? <laughs> no, he isn't. Off the field, you see, you're judging him by what he's doing on the field. Off the field, he's a very nice guy. Uh, I actually took him to a dinner that me and my wrestler friends were having. <laughs> and um, <laughs> actually, the truth is, uh, Tom Brady would fit very well into your uh, your diet there, Penn. He's been he calls it the TB12 diet, which is all about longevity and and recovering from injury and things like that. But he's uh, He's a super vegan, and, and he credits that for, for being able to play at 43. And I would say that there is zero chance that Tom Brady would not put his dick in any food I was going to eat. Is that correct? <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, so how much does your uh, Super Bowl uh, NFL show cost on Saturday? It, it costs uh, 25 American dollars. Oh, wow, wow, that's really reasonable. One ticket per household. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, and especially now, now that it's good. Yeah, we spent a long time working. <laughs> we basically got like 12 really good tricks. And each week, we're doing a uh, a Super Bowl edition. I'll have the soup. No, you don't need to say it because it's uh, totally different. Not affiliated in any way. The next week, we're doing a special Valentine's Day show. Uh, I'll have the soup. <laughs> yep, you can have it then. It's on. Uh, it's delicious, actually. It's uh, rose soup. Mm. It's um, made from uh, made from flowers. That it's it's flowerless soup. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and then the week after, we'll be doing whatever uh, occasion that is. Probably a St. Patrick's Day show at some point. All of, all of the soup. <laughs> and each week, it's we, beer soup for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's flowerless beer soup. Tom Brady's all over that. It's TB11 soup. And each week we do a, we'll, we'll do a different theme. So like we start, yeah. And we, we figured it out. Basically what I'm saying is we figured it out. We do one show a week. That's what we do. We, we rebranded to Piff the Magic Zoom show. Uh, all the cameras work. The microphones work. Everyone knows what they're doing. It's taken ages. It's been horrific. It's like learning to build uh, a theater. And then after spending six months going, right, what should we do? <laughs> 
because we've just spent the last six months with a with a digger or however you build theatres. <laughs> I don't know. Other people usually do that. I just turn up and perform in them. Uh, it's like spending six months putting it together with duct tape and hope, and then uh, finally working out what to what to do with it. So, is there is there a card trick in it? Because I really like card tricks. There is actually. There's one of the best card tricks I've ever done in 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 the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is because you know the world of Zoom, you can do you can do different magic tricks than you can do in the world of uh, life. Okay. Now the um, is the Valentine's Day show sponsored by the NFL as well? <laughs> it's funny you should say that because um, this week's edition, the Piff the Mag- Magic Zoom Show Super Bowl Spectacular, Love soup. is in no way uh, well is in no way affiliated with the NFL. Ironically, we got a call from the NFL. And they said, Piff, uh, we love what you're doing with uh, Clever Wordplay on our uh, registered trademarks. And we'd love to back you up on your Valentine's Day edition because the, uh, the NFL is all about love. That's what the L actually stands for. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so, yes, they are. Tom Brady will be making an appearance <laughs> where he uh, shows us how to make soup from... Um, and I thought, honestly, when he was doing that, he was being a little sarcastic because, you know, I'd steered obviously so far away from uh, use of the NFL's trademarked <laughs> name. Now, um, Matt Donnelly, yeah. uh, tell me the truth. Were yeah. you amazed at how much information I had about Tom Brady? I was. I, I was. By it. Is, it, is it your New England roots? Is that what it is? I, I, was, I don't know I don't why. know what it is. I don't know why I knew that. It must <laughs> have been some headline um, yeah. old guy Tom Brady playing Super Bowl. <laughs> I I know as much about you, Penn, as football, but um I've been I've been with Jade now for five years and she knows more than anyone I've met, including Matt. Yes, she's I mean it's um, like she's an encyclopedia. So I've sort of like absorbed some of it like a, a, a sponge that steals information. And yet You can learn football through sex? Yes, you can, <laughs> like a sponge, yeah. Uh, and I feel like you still know more about Tom Brady than me, Pen. Somehow, there we go. <laughs> it's not bad. And also, uh, Pat Moynihan. What's his name? Yeah, Senator Pat Moynihan as well. Patrick uh, Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Probably from the same clan. Eventually, back in Ireland, right? <laughs> I don't know. He's. Uh, I mean, he's not white, so it's going to take a while to get back. <laughs> of the the, the 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 clan to the proper place but uh, i meant we're all africans that's what i meant. yeah that's right yeah 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 so in this in the actual like eventual migration patterns of humans as a species yes but i think in the headline that i saw there were three quarterbacks named is that right oh uh, i'm trying to think why there would be are three teams playing against each other in the Super Bowl this year? <laughs> no, I'll take the soap. No, no, they haven't figured that out yet. They haven't figured out how to do that. Why haven't they thought of that? That would make it bigger <laughs> and better. I tell you what they haven't thought of is how to I I've watched the Super Bowl now a couple of I'll take the soap. I watched that I've watched the big game, I'll take the soap, uh, a couple of times now. <laughs> and um and I, there's nothing there's nothing more frustrating in, in 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 life than this pen here's what happens right they get to the end of the game usually it's like a a, a tied game okay there's no clear winner so they, they 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 have to choose a team to go first right and here's how they choose a team they do a toss of a coin and whoever goes first basically just wins that's what happens they just win because it's easier to it's way easier to score when you've got the ball it's like much easier <laughs> so basically the whole uh, years gaming comes down to this one single coin toss. It's like heads or tails. Ching, you win the Super Bowl. Congrats! I could win the Super Bowl at that 
at that rate. <laughs> Hold the suit. They could substitute me in in the dying moments of the game. And now, yeah. coming in off field, is Piff the Magic Dragon to decide the coin toss. Uh, hey, let's use my coin, everyone. Yeah, it's definitely got two sides to it. I'm showing you clearly. Yes, there you go, referee. You're welcome. You don't have to dig in your pockets. It's cold today. No, keep your hand out where it's warm. You use my coin. There we go. I've got a glove on. I've been uh, I've been in your COVID bubble. Here we go. There we go. You can have that. All right, Piff the Magic Dragon. What would you like? I'd like heads, please, Mr. Referee. Sing. Oh, it's tails, Biff. Oh, no, that was the wrong pocket. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, that gave the wrong coin. Uh, I actually... Um, I tell that story through bitter experience of having had a, a magic trick on 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 stage, which needs me to have a uh, a mysterious coin that um, has two sides the same. And uh, almost nightly, I would bring out the wrong coin, depending on what they said. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> almost nightly, but it was more reliable to get the to go for the wrong one. Hey, you're going to name the wrong. You're going to get this wrong, and if you get it wrong, then I'll be able to do the next bit. That was how much more reliable it was to rely on me messing up the trick. <laughs> I only watched a little bit of one Super Bowl. Uh, I had a girlfriend long ago, and her father hated me for two reasons. One, I was sleeping with his daughter, and two, I was a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> he hated me for both of those things. Uh, one, because of my proximity to his daughter, and two, because of my hair. And... um I had to sit down and watch the Super Bowl with him, and it was horrible because I didn't know what they were trying to do. And to ask questions just dug the hole deeper. And he was saying stuff like comments about the game that I was supposed to. So I said, are those the guys in the light costumes or the dark ones? (laughs) (laughs) And at that point, my girlfriend came in and spirited me out of the living room. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't get sports at all. Yeah, it took me a long time to understand football and um and uh that time is still future tense. <laughs> Although calling halftime intermission is catching on slowly but surely. Is it really? Yeah. They 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 firmly announcers will call the intermission from time to time. Really? More often than not. Because when yeah. I first said intermission, you ridiculed me. Yes, I know. I know. And then <laughs> You're, Wait till you're, they start saying costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till they start using double-headed coins. <laughs> I'm telling you, three teams gives you more action. And then, yeah, once the three-team Super Bowl comes out, I really will have to eat my hat. I really will. <laughs> I'll take the soap. Uh, and they do make these commemorative coins that are so confusing, they might as well... They have to remind you which side is heads and yeah. tails anyway. That- heads is the side with the tails written on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, yeah. they use their own coin. No, they don't. Yeah, they make up a no. coin. They use their own coin for the, for the, for the, the, the match. Toss for the toss. That's the word you wanted, right? Toss. No, match. I didn't want to say anything that was registered as a, as a trademark. <laughs> like Super Bowl or the big game or any of the others. I'll take the soup, etc. They go out to the middle of the pitch and they display a coin. That's made especially for the game. Uh, that have su- such ornate images on both sides that it's you you cannot hold me accountable for knowing which sides is heads and tails. And is the coin is the coin unique? Is there only one of them? Uh, it's unique. I'm not sure how many they make, uh, but uh, uh, well, if they make more than one. It's not unique, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've missed you guys. I've missed you. I've missed you. Yes, it's unique, but I don't know how many of them there are. That's what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How do they test the weighting of the coin? (laughs) Because it might be like heavily weighted towards one side. It might have a, what do you call that? A tendency? No, that's not bias. Bias. Thank you. Yeah. How do they test that? That's absolutely true. There's no way they test for it. So no way, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah. is where the whole game is corrupt. Except that <laughs> if no one knows, then you can't cheat. <laughs> what? That's- no one knows. It doesn't matter if it has a bias. You can't predict the flip. No, that's like no, that's like the thing with the doors. <laughs> that's like when you have three doors and rabbits behind them or something. You're like, there's one of the one of these rabbits has a gun, and you're like, there are two guns and nine doors, three doors. I don't can't remember the exact thing, but anyway, it's, the idea it's is the Monty Hall problem. Yeah, I was once tasked with explaining that to Bob Dylan, and I was able to do it. Yeah, I'm sure he got the explanation, and Piff the Magic Dragon will be uh, shut out like the rabbit that didn't have a gun. Anyway, yeah. we're about to wrap up the show. <laughs> so please, everybody, go to PiffTheMagicDragon.com and see the NFL-endorsed Super Bowl game no, I'll of so. Piff the Magic Dragon <laughs> this Saturday. Okay? Super Bowl spectacular. No need for a hilarious bit. This was, that was, this was, <laughs> I am, the NFL is proud to say that was Ben Sunday School. I'll take their soap. That was Ben Sunday School. Cha-cha-cha. And to our you become naked. Hey, Piff, Piff, Piff. What, what, what? Superman. I'll take the soap. Supermarket. I'll take the soup. <laughs> Give her coming. Supermodel. I'll take the soup. I'll take it. Supersonic. I'll take the soup in a cup or a bowl. I'll take either portion sizes of that soup because I love soup. I'll take the soup. You know we love you. That was a pretty unique show. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Let's do it again. Anyone to thank? Yeah, I want to thank new patrons this month. New patrons this month are Jonathan, Dante Peace, Martin Edinger, Damian Martin, and Placida Scott, plus Brogan's Hastings. Thank you, guys. Okay, thank you. And we'll be back with another show soon.